every woman has the right to make that choice for her own self, for her own family, for her own children, for her own career. And I think that that's what's amazing about women is we have the ability to do this. I truly think watching my mom friends, the women that I know that have been successful in business and successful mothers, they have done what's right for them and they have been successful in their own right. And I think that when you find a group of women that can help raise each other up in whatever choices you make, that's where you strike gold. Welcome to CEO School. We're your hosts, Sanira Madani and Shannon Monson. And we believe that you deserve to have it all. Less than 2% of female founders ever break 1 million in revenue. And we're on a mission to change that. Each week, you'll learn from incredible mentors who have made it to the 2% club, as well as women well on their way, sharing how they've defied the odds so that you can do it too. You're a real business now. Class is officially in session. This episode is sponsored by The Club, a quarterly box and digital monthly community to help you level up in leadership and life. Learn more today at join.theceoschool.co slash the club. Hi everyone, welcome to CEO School. This is your host, Sanira Madani, and I'm so excited for today's episode because I have a mega superstar uh, digital, <laughs> digital celebrity with us here today, Sheena Milwani. If this name doesn't ring a bell for you, I'm going to remind you how you know her. So during the pandemic, all of 2020, you have seen her incredible laughter and her videos on TikTok. Sheena is the woman who's in her Boston living room on her beautiful piano playing cover songs. And you hear this character heckling in the background, making fun of her singing these songs. And it is so hilarious. He goes by the real Indian dad, but we don't know who this mysterious figure is in the back, but we all have seen Sheena's videos on TikTok and on Instagram that have gone viral. Sheena, I'm so excited to welcome you to the show. Welcome to CEO School. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. I'm almost wondering who you're talking about. (laughs) I'm talking about you, girl. Thank you so much. That's really kind. No, I mean, especially like I today I've um, like right now we were just doing our pre-interview and I really do feel starstruck. I don't usually get starstruck. I spent New Year's Eve with Drake, by the way. That is a true story. Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't usually get starstruck and I am definitely so excited to interview you today, Sheena. Well, um, the feeling I, is mutual. I'm very excited to be here and I'm so grateful that you, that you have me on the show. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time. You have really just gotten in, in, into the hearts of people all around the world your videos are contagious. Your laughter is contagious. I know you've probably heard this um, from so many people, but it's so fun watching your videos of you just singing these cover songs and just hearing the commentary in the back that you you just cannot hold. It's wildly absurd. It's ridiculous. Um, I think it's, it's one of those amazing things that just like magically works. It just came together in such a cool way. Uh, I'll, I'll be very honest. I wish I could take full credit for being this mastermind behind this amazing plan, but it it was just the truth of the matter is it was two people completely being themselves. My world is all about music and laughter. That's those are the two pillars on which 
my family values are built. Uh, and that's just something that rings through my house all the time. So it, we happened to catch it on camera and realized that we hit something that people really needed at that time. And it's, it's so true. And I can't wait to get into that story of how it actually happened. But before we share that story with the audience, I love to take us back because you are an artist, you are a singer, and you've had so much success now. But I really want to go back and pull into your background, how you started in this industry, and kind of take it from there. And then we'll end up sharing the story of how you really became a digital uh, <laughs> I can't even say TikTok anymore. I mean, literally, I have no idea how all. Of this is. I think I think I think I read a stat um, on CNN uh, on your. There was an interview on CNN yep. that I read about you yesterday, just preparing for for the interview. One hundred million views a month, and I bet that's old now. I bet that article. Yeah, that's uh, a few months old. Actually, yeah. I was going through. I was going through some numbers a few days ago, and I I have to calculate it. I have to figure it out, but. It's out of control. Like yes. I, I don't understand those numbers anymore. The kinds of numbers that I'm seeing every day, I, it just, I don't know what oh to God. do with them. There's, there's so many questions I have to ask. Okay, how how do we get here? So tell me a little bit about the journey um, before we got to the 150 million views. Uh, right. So, um, so, so I'm a musician. I'm a singer, songwriter. I have been working on my album for what feels like more years than I care to admit. Um, and, and I, I have been on social media before sort of building my career, uh, back before my kids were born. And at one point I, I looked over at my husband and I said, I think I want to have a family and I wanted to have a family young. And he said, right now. And I was like, well, it's now or I mean, it's not now or never, but I, I, I want to be a young mom and I want to do this and have the, the time and the attention. And if music takes off right now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to focus. And so, yeah, right now. And, you know, I had just started hitting milestones on YouTube. I had just started hitting milestones on social media. People were starting to hire me based on those, um, those videos that I had put up. They were starting to perform really, really well. And I was building my fan base there. And I, I sang at Fenway Park here in Boston. I sang the national anthem. Like I was starting to build my build my base. And, and then I got pregnant with my son and I thought, okay, let me just scale back for about six to eight months. I'll focus on this baby for now. And then, and then I'll go back to work. And my son turns 10 in February. <laughs> So that six to eight months, I never hit that mile. Like I never hit that mark. And, um, and then my daughter came and I said, okay, I'll, you know, I'll wait until she's about a year. And I just, I was so consumed by all things motherhood. And I was grateful to be able to spend the time at home with them. I'm very fortunate. I know that not a lot of uh, women are in that position where they can just say, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to press pause for a little bit longer. I know how fortunate I was at that time. And so I, I took it and I, I did for my kids what I felt was right for them. And I did for my family what was right for us at the time. And I gave myself, I work really well with sort of setting um, targets or setting deadlines. So I set this deadline for myself. And I said, when my daughter starts kindergarten, that's it. My time's up. You know, I, I can't just... 
kindergarten. Yeah, that was my deadline. Okay. And my daughter started kindergarten last September. Okay. In September, not this, not this past September, but the one before. And when she started, that's when I was like, okay, I have to get all my social media back in order. I had to relearn this language. I had to relearn this media form. I had to, and everything had moved to Instagram, to TikTok, to Twitter, to I didn't know any of that. That was all sort of, it, it had come through the ranks from my YouTube days. And um, so what happened was I said, okay, I'm going to spend these next few months just figuring things out and I'll hit the ground running in January. And January comes and then there's all this talk of COVID and, you know, and then February came and it was just getting worse. And I looked at my husband, I was like, well, I guess I'm not gonna hit the ground running. And he's like, no, no, we do what we do. And for me, what I know how to do best is music. And when I'm faced with any kind of adversity, any kind of turmoil, any kind of anything, I turned to music. So that's what I did. I turned to singing. I turned to music. I, I started doing these online concerts I would take okay. requests in real time on Facebook and I just, it started off lives, right? You were literally yep. showing up to Facebook lives and doing Facebook live concerts where Correct. I think you were, I think you had called yourself a jukebox somewhere uh, <laughs> that you were like literally taking requests of anybody who wanted to hear you sing. If I knew the song or if I had sung it before, I would play it, it and okay. or I would try. I have to pause this here. I have to pause this here because I really want to dig, dig deeper here because I think so many women listening resonate with exactly this of, you know, having, feeling that they have to choose feeling that they have to choose between being a mother and a career woman. This is something that we as women literally have to face um, every single day and in our lives because we're the ones that have to do it. If you, if you want to have a family there and that, and it's perfectly fine if you don't as well. Um, But for, for the ones that do want to have a family, it almost becomes like it's one or the other. And I personally really resonate with that because I mean, you know, my audience knows my story of the struggle that I went through of my, my business was booming. I was at a time where my business was in super scale and I got pregnant and mm-hmm. I had to make that critical decision to say, do I put pause and let it organically grow? And I knew it was going to grow. Um, but I take a little bit of a step back or do I continue as this like momentum is crazy building and I just go for it. Mm-hmm. And I decided to just go for it. And it was the best decision that I made for my business, but it was the hardest decision that I made for myself right. because it was miserable as a mom. It was hard, not yes. just the mom guilt, the t- it's just physically hard, mentally hard, emotionally hard. It is draining. Mm-hmm. And our society doesn't support um, the ant. They support the or they support the working women on the rise. And I do believe that that is growing and they support this, the, the mom as well, but the, and component is definitely missing. And I want to pause there because I know there are so many women listening, um, that might be in the position where they have, you know, chosen the, or, and that's perfectly amazing too. Well, that's the thing. I think that it's, this is so, and I, I was, I'm, I'm very sensitive to when I talk about these things, I'm very sensitive and conscious of the fact that that was what was right for me. That was what was right for our family. 
but it might not be what's right for everybody. I don't define the norm. I don't define the rules for every woman. Every woman has the right to make that choice for her own self, for her own family, for her own children, for her own career. And I think that that's what's amazing about women is we have the ability to do this, you know? And I truly think watching my my mom friends, my my the women that I know that have been successful in business and successful mothers, they have done what's right for them and they have been successful in their own right. And I think that when you find a group of women that can help raise each other up in whatever choices you make, that's where you strike gold, you know? No, absolutely. And and what I wanted to kind of point out was that you pressed restart. And I think that that is where it takes actual courage and it's hard. And that that's that point for you. You said it was because you set that deadline, but I wanted to kind of bring that back to our audience. Maybe for those women that are listening, that might be in pause mode, right? And have put it aside. Don't forget about the woman that you were prior to having kids too, because I know that 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 you that sitting there that said, I'm going to put it on pause, didn't say that I didn't want it. And it is important to whatever time that it looks like, and it doesn't have to be right now, but whatever that time is, it takes courage. It takes guts and it's still going to be hard. And I'm sure it's, it's it's still hard. Even when your, your son is 10 years old, it still has its struggles, but it takes courage to get started. And so I just wanted to commend you for that. Um, Well, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm not going to lie. There were definitely days where I was sort of like, I would sit and watch my kids and I'm very grateful for my children. They're, they're, they've grown beautifully. They're healthy. They're, they're happy. And I can see all the time that I've spent with them. I can see the fruits of the labor, but I would feel sad for myself. I would feel sad that I had pressed pause on this thing and I didn't know how to restart. I didn't know how to do it all over again. And if there's one thing that I wasn't doing enough of during that time that brought me so much joy, it was music. You know, I would I would write at, at night. I would I would work on just songwriting and I would sing to myself. I would sing to my kids, but I wasn't feeling that fulfillment the way that I had been when I was performing. And I didn't know how to go back. I was scared. I didn't know how to restart. And my brother said something to me. He said, start by starting. And I was like, huh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Start by starting. And, you know, I have a really, really amazing support system around me. And so little tidbits of information would keep hitting me. Somebody said to me, you know, you're a perfectionist but now you don't have time to be. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Just put something up. Just do something. No, and this is something so important. This is a topic that we talk about all the time on the show, at CEO school, in and out of everything. It's a woman thing. It's our tendency to overcomplicate, overanalyze, and overperfect. And I think you just, your brother said it perfectly and super eloquently by starting start start by starting Mm -hmm. and that's so important okay so you decided you're like okay I'm gonna go for it and I love that you went to social media so I want to pick like compared to other artists who are doing different things you decide to go into this you know because that's what you knew from YouTube but the well yes and no but it was also in the middle of the pandemic yes so I didn't really have a choice but to turn to social media And I I kind of feel like it was the universe just aligning for me. And while I can attest to the fact that the pandemic was 
has been extremely hard for so many people. I am very fortunate. The worst for me was that I was stuck at home and I had to homeschool my kids. And, you know, we were kind of irritated being, you know, stuck together. in a house together. But I, I got to sing. I got to watch my kids grow and work on my business. I got to have my husband around more. And I like, believe it or not, I actually really enjoy his company. And, and we didn't have much of that because he works so darn much. So it was really nice to have him around. And it just, for us, the pandemic brought us so much closer together and it gave us the opportunity to work on this together, you know? That's amazing. And so walk me through kind of like the first video. How did it happen? Um, you are now starting to do live concerts on Facebook. Uh, right. what happens next? So I had just finished a live concert with my human jukebox, uh, feel to it. And I, I had my hair kind of semi done. I had my makeup on and I was like, you know, I think my brother had some recently said that whole start by starting line. And so yeah. I said, okay, I'm just going to put a video up on Instagram. Okay. And this song was starting to gain some popularity if the world was ending by JP Sachs. And so I, I had my camera up already. So I just hit start, I hit record and I started singing and then the heckling started. <laughs> and it was so and you're, you just kept going, which was so <laughs> because I'm, this is how we are at home. This is just sort of like, our nature. We, we deal with things with laughter and music. You know, we write songs about things and we try and keep our kids laughing as much as possible. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. How do you keep things light? You got to do stupid stuff. So, the so I'm heckling singing and the heckling starts and I'm, and I have the camera rolling and I, it was very funny, but at the end of it, I'm like, I can't put this up on Instagram. This is nowhere near perfect like that perfect Instagram model picture that people want or video that they want yeah. and and so I was like what do I do with this and I think if it wasn't for TikTok I would not have done anything with it I would have deleted it but my brother had recently introduced us to TikTok and he's like you you, you gotta go on TikTok there's it's there's so many funny videos and so we had a small group of our friends and family that were watching and sharing TikToks. And then we started this pool. It was like, there were maybe six or seven of us. And we said, the first one to make a video that goes to a thousand views wins. Okay. And so we'd make our own videos and they'd get to like 300 and we'd, you know, we'd think we're gonna win, we're gonna win. And then they'd die at 301. And, and then I, so I put this one up on TikTok and overnight it just went nuts and the rest was history honestly i i don't i i'm so grateful for the that tiktok community that kind of gave me that encouragement and so it just encouraged us to keep creating that content and now since the videos have morphed we do an interrupted series now i do an uninterrupted series on instagram we do pranks. We do uh, just lifestyle, but like ridiculous lifestyle. So they've really morphed and they're, you get a little bit of everything, but um, that's sort of the but they're, they're hilarious. And, and the ones that are not hilarious, your voice is stunning. So I actually really enjoy hearing you sing and I can't wait to see what's next from you. So this, Thank you don't expect for it to go viral and it goes viral. 
what is happening in your brain right now, right? So um, you're, the pandemic is out there and you're like, oh my God, my video is at 2 million views, a couple million views. What is happening? And then you do it again and you do it again. And your TikTok is just growing so rapidly. I remember- well, I thought it was a fluke. I really did okay. think it was a fluke. I, okay. I, you know, the first video went up and I was like, it was like right time, right place. That's it. I'm going to have this one moment and then it's going to be over. And we put another video up there. There was a trend that was, I think it was the wipe it down challenge that was going on. So we tried that and even that took off. And then the next one people were asking and they were, then I started getting messages from people requesting songs, you know, try this song, try that song. These words are ridiculous. Those words are ridiculous. And honestly, we were having so much fun doing it. It was so therapeutic for us. It was very healing that those endorphins that come from laughing now it, it was just it gave us more opportunities to laugh so we took it and then it it was healing for everybody quite it really was because I remember watching these videos and sending them to my family I really definitely related also because I'm Pakistani and um where what's your background Sheena uh I'm Cindy Cindy okay so it's our Cindy and in, uh from India from India yeah okay Cindy from India um because there is a Sindh in Pakistan for people, yes. for people questioning yes. my, uh, my Indian Pakistaniness. So there is a Sindh in Pakistan. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm brown. I'm real brown. And so <laughs> I remember, I remember like somebody shared this video with me and then I immediately send it. To, and that's exactly what was happening. We're sending family TikToks to each other. It was really right. healing. You know, you're all stuck. You're all together. And, you know, for the first time, I really felt like social media always gets such a bad rep all the time everywhere. I mean, I've been on social for quite some time now, last couple of years, sharing my journey, sharing my life, uh, my oh, yeah. lifestyle stuff with my kids, whatever it is about my business. And people are like, why do you put that stuff out there? Like from the audience perspective, it's fine, but literally from my own friends, from family, why, why am I sharing all this stuff? Why am mm -hmm. I being so like, uh, like not being so private? And I'm, and it's not like I'm posting everything about my kids all the time or something, but right. at the same time, it gets such a bad rap. Yeah. And yeah. I loved what took place in 2020 was TikTok really did. It was, it was light. It was fun. It humanized people. It, it did. It really did. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it wasn't perfect. And that's actually what I really loved about TikTok compared to other platforms is the fact that the videos weren't, the captions didn't look that pretty things. It, it just, it was just fun. And I think that yeah. is truly the essence of what, what creators want. Yeah. Creators yeah. just want to create and share awesome content and yeah. touch people's hearts. Like we're not yeah. creating for the sake of, it's not about the likes. It's not about, it's really about touching people and seeing, and seeing that content get shared. And Absolutely. so I love that you, um, you kind of went with it. And yeah. I love that 2020, um, was that debut for it because in such a time where people actually needed this, yeah. we were creating content that relief made somebody laugh for the day. And that's all what it was all about for us. So I, yes, I was able to share my voice in a really special way. I never thought it would look like that. And had I, you know, if I was in my early twenties, I would have been quite offended by this like heckling going over me trying to have this serious moment, but I'm not in my early twenties. I've got two kids, like I'm a different person. And just because the laughter was sort of 
this underlying thing over my music, it didn't take away from it. So I was getting to share my voice in this incredibly new way um, and also spread a little joy. And for me, that was what was most important. It was about sharing that with the world when the world really needed some lightness. You know, 2020 has been a really, really hard year for everybody globally. And to be able to reach audiences all over the world, social media did that. And so I know there's a lot of stigma around just like the negativities with social media and the perfectionism. And I, I don't, I don't do that. Like I, I try my best. Of course, I'll have a picture here and there. But for me, those clips on TikTok, they make their, they find their way to my Instagram page. They find their way to my reels. And what you see on my Instagram page, what you see on my TikTok page, that's my as much of my authentic self as I'm comfortable putting out there. Uh, but I, I really think that that was what was amazing about it. You could be human and it was okay. No, and it, it is okay. And I think that even for creators um, listening, I think that is what the audience wants. And that's something that, um, you know, we talk about all the time is the, the, the creators, the um, professionals, the entrepreneurs that are sharing their authentic selves are actually the most successful. Yeah. Um, I, wanna, I, I get messages from people all the time saying, thank you for sharing a little bit of your family with us. Thank you for sharing. And you know, of course I get the questions. What did you, what, what, tell me about that top, tell me about this. But for me, it's about sharing that moment and yeah, I'll share whatever other information people want to know, but it's about that moment. It's about making that connection. It's about spreading joy. It is about spreading joy and you're doing that every day. And we thank you for that. So don't stop. I want to, I want to ask you some few, a few fun questions. So now that you're this super famous, uh, TikTok, Instagram celebrity, tell me some (laughs) fun moments. Like what was the most craziest thing? I saw that John legend had posted, um, like had said that you have such a beautiful voice. Like what were some like really cool moments for you kind of pulling yourself out to say, Sheena, what is happening? I mean, that was definitely cool. You don't get John Legend commenting no. on your posts every day. God, he was so handsome last <laughs> night. I was telling Basil, I was like, can he be any hotter? Like, could he? Him and Chrissy Teigen's amazing too. Like, they're just- I know, I know. That definitely was a cool moment. And John Legend is someone who I've admired for years. I love his music. I love everything about, you know, just the singer-songwriter vibe that he's got. His music is raw and real. And I love that. I really do look up to him as, as a musician. Um, So that was really cool. And that's another cool thing about TikTok is you have access. Like he posted this video. um, He posted this video where he was singing half of a duet. So you could actually plug in the other half. And I did that. And it was, I mean, it's awesome. It it was so cool to be able to sing with John Legend. Uh, So that was amazing. I I had... uh, Jenny McCarthy came in as a special guest on one of my TikToks, which was really cool. Uh, We had Andy Grammer um, and his wife, Asia. They came in and did an interrupted for one of our little clips. Uh, JP Sachs actually saw the first TikTok that I made that went viral and sang over it with the Indian dad lyrics. That is so cool. That That was really That was the original video. That was the original video and it came full circle with JP Sachs actually singing 
the Indian dad lyrics right over, uh, right over it. It was really cool. Awesome. Um, but you know, what's amazing it is that it has, I've had a chance now to, to talk to Andy Grammer, to talk to Jenny McCarthy, and they're just such wonderful people. And so it's, it's lifted that barrier too, where you actually have the ability to connect. Um, and they're, they're just like us. And so for me, I, yes, I have this moment where I'm like, wow, this is really cool, but to have access now to have these conversations, it kind of demystifies the whole thing in that they're also just people who are really, really good at what they do and they love doing it. Like I loved having Andy Grammer on because he sang for us and he was having a great time. And like Jenny McCarthy was laughing with us and being like her crazy kooky self. And that's just who she is. And this is what I love about social media is it's, and especially in this time, people are really having the opportunity to show more of themselves. I, I love, I love that you said that. And I, I love what you'd really just um, harped on was that everyone is just, they are successful because they love what they do. And that mm -hmm. is something that is really powerful because I would say that 100% of everybody that is successful like that truly successful, not just for success defined by dollars or like mm -hmm. truly what defines success is because they know their why it's because they're passionate about what they're doing. It's because it's not work. Like when you actually love what you do, it's not work. And I always say that I have the greatest job in the world. Like I literally feel like I have the greatest job in the world for me. And I'm so fulfilled in my life. I'm so fulfilled in my role. And I get to sit here and inspire other women to right. launch businesses, grow their right. businesses, climb the corporate ladder, break glass ceilings. Like I cannot even begin to like me. I have to pull myself out of meta to say that is like the, this is my job. Like, this is what I get to do. This is what right. I get to do. I right. am so lucky. And it's not work because this is so fun hearing your story. Is so fun. And you get to right. do what you love. And I'm so happy for you, Sheena. I'm so Thank genuinely you thrilled for you that you are, you took a leap of faith on yourself and you said, I'm going to just start, right? You took the advice. You didn't just sit there and you, you know, got out of your comfort zone, right? Yes. Like in your mid thirties, you're like, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I'm going to put a video out on TikTok. Most people don't have that much. Everybody consumes content, right? Yeah. It's so easy to consume. It's so easy yeah. to sit behind a screen and to yeah. comment and to say this and to do whatever. It's right. hard to show up on social yeah. media. I do and it every day, <laughs> every day. It's hard. It's hard. And it's very fulfilling. It's very fulfilling. And I, I would like to share one other little anecdote yeah. with you. Uh, there was a moment when I was, um, this is before it all, all started. I was sitting on the couch and kind of in a funk. And I was watching this Netflix special on Lady Gaga. It's called Five Foot Two. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's very, very good. And in that, uh, in that mini, it's not a mini series. It's just a small little, like a one hour, one and a half hour show about her. And the, I think she had cameras following her for six to eight months or a year or something like that. And it was just a little bit of her story. And I was watching her. Here's a woman at the top of her game, at the pinnacle of her success. And there was a moment where she was in so much pain, physical pain from all of the stress, from all of the travel, from all. And so she had this team of masseuses working on her and she was crying. 
and I'm watching her. And in the other room, I hear my kids and they're laughing. And I looked over and my, like me sitting there feeling sorry for myself. I was like, why, what am I doing? And I went, I shut it off and I went to go play with my kids and we had a great afternoon. And that night I was sitting at my piano and I wrote a song and that song has now sort of become an anthem for me. And I realized that I had tapped into something truly fulfilling on social media and with all of this TikTok and Instagram stuff this last year, because I was literally living the words of my song. And the song is called Find Your Happy. And now that is like, if you see in my Instagram posts, you'll, I hashtag find your happy a lot. And I almost say it as a reminder to myself when I'm down in the dumps, but but more so just as a feeling of gratitude. It's almost like a little prayer, a sigh of um, gratitude that I am living my happy every day. And it doesn't have to be on stage, you know, performing night after night after night, like some people that might work for them, but I am finding my happy from the within the walls of my home. And what I thought, because I grew up thinking, I want to be like Lady Gaga. I want to be performing every night. I want to be singing my original songs. But then you don't realize what else comes with it. It's you, you work so hard. You work yourself into pain, you know, and, and I'm, it just humanized again, the whole thing. Like, wow, she's really hurting. She's really struggling. And I'm sure she loves so much of what she has, but look at what cost it's come. You know, she's, she's hurting. And, and here I have my kids laughing in the other room and I'm also happy and you can find your happy wherever you are. I love and it. So it's really become kind of my anthem. And so every day when I put out content, I find my happy. Find you know, your happy. That is the mantra. That is a mantra we're going to be using moving forward. It's find your happy. And, it, and it's so true, right? And we always say find your why and like the why can, you know, whatever that is, but finding your happy. I love that you bring it into that perspective because we all have these like what success looks like. What is yep. this visualization, this picture of like, this is what we feel like we've made it. And we're always striving towards that. We sometimes forget to actually stop and smell the roses yes. and see what's actually happening around us and that we're actually getting to fulfill Yes. what we, what we want and, or adjusting and being able to pivot and finding gratitude and actually what's around us instead of always chasing, instead yep. of always try, you know, looking at the competitor, looking at, I could be better. And this is something we as women do all the time is that because we're striving perfectionists, right? Because we have such high pressures on ourselves. So I love that ladies. Let's have you seen the movie soul? Uh, of course I have a four-year-old daughter. Oh my God. Right. So do you remember the quote with the fish? That was like my absolute favorite where the little fish says to the big fish, you know, I'm looking for the ocean. You know, can you point me in the direction of the ocean? And the fish says, you're in it. And then the little fish says, no, no, this is water. And he says, no, this is the ocean. Like yes. we, how often do we stop and look around and say, oh, we're already in the ocean. We're in the ocean. That's so amazing. Yeah. No, this is, this has been so fun, Sheena, just really just getting to know your story, just watching you following your story along. What's next for you? Are you going to continue to obviously continue to entertain us and create joy for so many around us, but what's next in your music career? So, Tell us how we can support you. You're so sweet. Thank you. Uh, so you, yeah, you can find me on all the social media platforms. I'm on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and We've started a, like a mini series on YouTube. We do asinine advice and we're starting to grow that it's, it truly is asinine and it's hilarious. Yeah. 
Um, and so we're growing that platform as well. So you can find me all over social media. Um, and if you want to know more about like music, I have a mailing list that you can subscribe to. And my song, Find Your Happy, is going to come out very, very soon. Yay! Uh, I'm working on an EP at the moment. So that is set to release early this year. I'm looking at like the first quarter. <laughs> um what is an ep i'm sorry i'm not in the industry an extended playlist so i'm okay. not doing a full album i'm just doing a few songs okay and uh, it's going to be four songs and they're going to come out very soon and they're they're all just little pieces of my story they're oh, little pieces yeah. of my happy and find your happy is definitely going to be in there and uh so yeah that's that's all the exciting stuff i've got going on <laughs> well, we're rooting for you here and i know we're, we're definitely all going to be subscribing following along and we can't wait until your extended playlist drops so that we can subscribe to it buy it share it and absolutely love it thank you so much sheena for being on the show today it was um, wonderful chatting thank you for having me no you're so welcome and we'll see you guys next week at ceo school Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Follow us at CEO School on Instagram for show notes, inspiration, and exclusive behind the scenes that you won't find anywhere else. We also have an absolutely incredible resource for you. It's the seven lessons we learned building million dollar businesses. These are complete game changers and we want to give it to you absolutely free. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast, why you love the show, screenshot the review, and email it to hello at ceoschoolpodcast.com and we'll send it your way.